Welcome to Black History Bites by Blame UK. This week on Black History Bites, we are looking at the Caribbean artist movement. Cam walked so that future black art initiatives could run. So what was Cam? Let's find out. In 1966, three West Indians living in London decided that they wanted to help their fellow Caribbean artists living in the UK. These men were Andrew Sorkey, Kamal Braithwaite and John LaRose. Let's have a look at the three in a little more detail. Andrew Sorkey was born in Panama but grew up in Jamaica and then moved to Britain in the 1950s. A few years later, he became a broadcaster for the BBC and wrote many books, including novels for adults and children, poetry collections, anthologies and essays. Kamal Braithwaite was born in Barbados and moved to England in 1949 after receiving a scholarship to Cambridge University. He was a poet and academic who took a keen interest in studying black cultural life in Africa and its diaspora. And last but not least, John LaRose. Born in Trinidad, John moved to London in 1961. Aside from being a talented writer, publisher and cultural activist, John LaRose is most known for founding the legendary New Beacon Books, the first black-owned bookshop in London. As we can see, these three men were very distinguished in their fields. Their love of the arts and their patriotism led them to found the Caribbean artist movement. They came together to provide a platform for Caribbean artists living in the UK. Exhibitions were curated, conferences were held and smaller talks were given. All with the aim of motivating and promoting Caribbean art. All factions of the art world were welcome. Visual artists, writers, poets, playwrights and theatre directors to name a few. All art was seen as important to the movement. Of course, Cam's main aim was the promotion of the artist, but it had a secondary function. It provided people with a sense of home. Moving thousands of miles to a new country wasn't the easiest experience. Many migrated by themselves, leaving their loved ones back home. Life in Britain for many Caribbean immigrants was lonely, and so Cam provided a space for people to socialise with people who looked like them and sound like them. Intra-island communication was very limited during those times, and so for many, Cam meetings were the first time they were able to meet people from other Caribbean countries. Imagine that. Cam worked as a network of sorts for Caribbean artists. Kamal Braithwaite recognised that West Indian artists were not represented in Britain and even recalled not seeing any West Indian writers and painters and only a few actors on British television in stereotypical roles. He noticed they weren't participating in the literary and art pages of newspapers and magazines in Britain. He felt as though they were isolated from each other and from the society they lived in in Britain. These feelings must have been shared with others as news of the group spread very quickly. Members of the group grew from 7 to 12 to 20, and by February 1967, when the group held its first public meeting, it had 50 members and an audience of over 100. It was an established movement with members having to pay dues and fees, organising conferences, exhibitions, and it even had a journal and newsletters. Caribbean art in all its form was given exposure and platform to be appreciated by all. The movement was essentially a cooperative for artists, meaning it functioned as a way for all the artists to support and assist each other to work towards a shared goal. There were three main objectives of CAM. The first was for all members to get to know each other and get to know each other's works and discuss what they were individually trying to do with their art. Second, they were also concerned with meeting their readers, viewers and listeners and setting up a dialogue with them. They wished to have a dialogue with people who consumed their work, hear them, talk to them and listen to their work being discussed. Third, they wanted the group to also be a form of discussion between members and artists and intellectuals from outside the Caribbean. Although CAM as a group dissolved around 1972, it made a major impact in the emergence of a Caribbean cultural identity in Britain. They were united under a Caribbean nationhood. It played a very big role in the emergence of a Caribbean strand in black British culture, and without a doubt left lasting legacies. CAM was also a much needed system of support for young Caribbean artists in Britain. For many of them, such as artist Errol Lloyd, being involved with the group would eventually lead them to displaying their works to an audience for the first time. 
These young aspiring artists also received help, support and advice from older and more established artists to help them improve their craft. CAM became a medium to platform aspiring artists and help them to gain exposure in a society where they had been previously isolated. Several artists and writers such as Linton Quizzy Johnson have acknowledged the movement to be a major influence in their development. Established writers such as C.L.R. James and Wilson Harris were very active in the movement from the beginning. CAM as a movement was one which provided solace and encouragement to its members and its audience. Its impact can't be overstated or overlooked. It served as a way for Caribbean artists to support each other and have a platform, and also for them to meet other artists from the Caribbean and build a network. From its beginnings as a small meeting in a flat in London, CAM became a great example of solidarity and carving a space for community with the main aims of supporting and uplifting one another. Thank you for listening to Black History Bites. This episode was developed, written and researched by Michelle. Visit blamuk.org to learn more about our organisation and the work we do and follow us on Instagram and Twitter via our handle at blamcharity. Until next time.